Hello, everybody. Welcome back. My God, huh? Where have I been? What what hiatus have I gone on here? I'm sorry to torture you guys. It's funny, you know, when I go and I miss a week or two weeks, you find out how many people truly, really listen every week. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny. Um, I apologize. I just... Uh, Shit is super, super hectic right now. Uh, you know, just a lot going on. Um, you know, obviously, you know, work stuff, but also coming home. We're trying to get the house sorted out, you know, get get the master bedroom done because I've been putting it off for two years. So I'm sorry, but, you know, we're finally getting to the uh, to the, 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 the end point here, you know, but there's just a lot going on. Super hectic, so I apologize. I, I appreciate you guys' patience. You guys are the real deal. But nonetheless, we're here. We're back. Let's get this show on the road. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 43 of the Taney Judgment Podcast. Uh, been a lovely week out there. Weather's uh, pretty okay. Man, what a June, huh? We're actually almost through. Fucking time is just like... Zooming by It's just like bizarre You know It's like Winter's gonna be here Before we know it We're gonna be back On the trail Ladies and gentlemen With the blink of an eye You know But like The weather this June Is like nothing I've ever experienced Ever in my life 65 70 75 70 Like this is like Fucking A dream come true for me, you know what I mean? I know, like, all these these imbeciles that I know, like, they're like, oh, my God, dude, like, I want the summer weather to be here. Like, I don't want to wear a sweatshirt at night. Like, dude, get out of here. Who, who do you think you are? You know what I mean? Like, I love this shit. I love when it's got that little, that little nip in the air. Like, there's something about when you, there's something about when the weather's, like, you're in the sun, and you get warm, borderline hot and overheat, and then you go in the shade. You know, I'm talking late afternoon. You go in the shade, and like there's just a little, little nip. You know what I mean? Like just a, just a peck. You know what I mean? Like I just there's something about that it just gets me going, man. And that's that's what we've been having. Decent amount of rain too. Like it's like moist. You know what I mean? Humidity is a bastard though. Like. But it's weird. It's only in the morning, I've noticed, recently. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be, like, first thing in the morning, the dew's on the grass, fucking muggy as a bastard, just just, just brutal. You know what I mean? Like, by 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, even though the temperature isn't, you know, through the roof or anything like that, just the mugginess alone, just sweating like a bastard. You know what I mean? Just soaked. From head to toe, you know, I must have gotten asked like 3000 times by customers, you know, do you want a water? Are you hot? Can I get you a fan? You know, but you know me, I'm a professional. I carry a uh, Milwaukee makes a um, they make a, a standalone battery operated fan. I take that bastard with me everywhere I go. Every job. It's the food, the first order of business. I might have talked about it before. Put that bass, I point it right at my fucking face, and I just, you know, that gets me through my day, you know? It's just the best inve- the best invention to mankind, you know? Milwaukee. I mean, what what do you expect, you know? But 
besides that, man, I really can't complain. I love the weather. Everything's good. It's nice. Like the ra- the rainy transition, it's like good because it kind of just uh, gives you a reason to veg out, you know? So, but uh, yeah, man, it's been crazy. Been crazy. Uh, weather's been great. Uh, we got a new addition coming to the family this weekend. Um, our beautiful new Chihuahua puppy, Chalupa. She's going to be the, uh, the new mascot for the Tainting Judgment podcast. Can't wait. Um, you know, she's about, I, I, I'm so bad with this stuff, but I believe that she's about eight weeks now. I think that that was the rule. She's got to be eight weeks. So she's just a puppy. Brand new out the box. Nothing beats new. You know what I mean? Uh, We're going to be the ones to train her, bring her away from day one. My first time ever having a puppy. I believe Soph's too. So going to be interesting. You know what I mean? We bought piss pads and all that shit. And, you know, I'm going to score some some Xanax to just keep myself at bay when the dog's, you know, learning to potty train and shit like that. (laughs) You know? No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't take any of that shit. But um, you know, we're really, really excited. You gotta see the pictures of I'm gonna I'm sure in the art I'll I'll put a little, you know, chalupa in there somewhere for you guys so you can see it. I mean, she's just just an amazing dog, you know? And uh we've been getting weekly pup dates, so like the the lady will send us pictures of the dog and you know what what it looks like. And I mean it started off as this little teeny like ball, you know, with a big ass head, eyes closed, swelled up, like just like not a dog, you know. And every week she'd post it and it would get a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And like I would say probably like three weeks ago is when she really started to actually look like a dog and look like a chihuahua, you know what I mean? And uh, she's got these ears. And then this past weekend, you know, the final weekend before she sent the video out. And I mean, she's just everything that we want. She's just nuts. You know, she's bouncing around in the video. You know, a couple of her brothers and sisters are kind of just calm and docile. And she's just just bouncing around and, you know, playing with the other things and like trying to get at the, the lady holding the camera. And I mean, it's just like so exciting, so thrilling. You know what I mean? It's been a while since we had a dog. You guys heard in the podcast about, you know, uh, fucking Cujo, Gromit, um, you know, what he did to me and subsequently what happened to him (laughs) as the result, you know. But, um, you know, we're just we're really excited for it. So uh, right now it's already midnight. So by this time, uh, you know, the following day, I should have her and be cool man it's gonna be great so shout out to chalupa we're coming you know what i mean and uh we can't wait but a lot's been going on behind the scenes in the world we've got a very sad notification well we've got a couple the first one pat sajak is leaving the wheel of fortune i know trust me i know this is weird you know, it's you know it's only weird because for me, you know he's the only person that's ever been on the show since I was alive. You know what I mean, and well before me even. But you know, I can't even. I thought for sure 
that this dude is going to be a lifer. You know what I mean? I looked at him. I go, this guy is going to be a fucking lifer. They're going to have to carry him out and throw him on the street for him to, you know, retire or or go to a nursing home. Like, this guy is not going to ever give in. You know, he's just big, big head, massive eyes, weird dude, you know, just like totally, you know, not normal, you know, but God bless him. The dude nails it every show. Uh, I like when he's having like a bad day or an off day and he just starts snubbing people and just not giving them the time of day. I just love that shit. Like, remember Bob Baca when he was on the uh, the Price is Right? Like, that dude snubbed people for like the last five years of him running the show. That dude was snubbing every contestant. Just let's go. Keep it moving, you know, let's, let's, you know, (laughs) we got places to be, like, he didn't give a fuck, man, it was just, it was funny, but Pat's leaving, very weird, we'll see what happens with Vanna White, does anybody really know what the situation is with those two, are they dating, you know, is he blowing her back out just for he-whos, you know, Uh, is it just like a, a work wife, like, what, what is going on? between those two you know she's like three feet taller than him that might be his thing I they might even be married but I don't think so because his name is Pat Sajak and hers is Vanna White you know what I mean very weird dynamic you know at the end of the thing they're always what's the word so few oh they're always canoodling at the end of the show you know what I mean they got their arms around each other hugging each other kissing each other all right guys good night you know what I mean they they going in the back to get to seal the deal, you know, just a very odd dynamic, you know, a work dynamic, very toxic, very problematic. So I'm curious if she's gonna be like, well, you know, Patty's going, I gotta go too, you know. Uh, so you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, if let's face it, if if both of them go, they might as well just shut the show down. Either that or they're going to have to cast, like, you know, go to Larry David and go, who would you use to fill this position? Because he's the only guy, as far as I'm concerned, he's the only guy that could pick anybody to fill that spot. I would love to see Jerry Seinfeld run that fucking show. You know, that would make my night. But is it going to happen? Nope. Never. It is what it is. That's life. But I wish Pat the best. He deserves a good retirement. Not a lifer, but it is what it is. And uh, hopefully Vanna sticks it in, man, and just doesn't go anywhere because that would just be catastrophic. And this is coming from a guy that hasn't watched Wheel of Fortune in at least five years. But to I just I, I put my head on my pillow at night and sleep like a fucking baby just knowing that the show is still running. You know what I mean? Like even, you know... When Alex Trebek died, broke my heart because another one, but he was an actual lifer. Um, You know, dude was, since day one of me being alive, he was the guy, the Jeopardy guy. You know what I mean? You turned it on. You knew what you were going to get. You knew how he acted with with the people and the contestants. You just, it was that consistency that made it that much better. You know what I mean? Now they got that other guy. You know, he's got fucking red hair. I mean, he's just like, he's, you know, he looks like Kermit the Frog. He's He's got like, he's got 
He doesn't have what Alex had, not even close. And the same thing is with, with Drew on The Price is Right. Bob Baca left. They got Drew. And I'm just going, I can't watch this shit. You know what I mean? Like, this doesn't, it, it's not organic anymore. They're trying to put on the show to give the people the same feeling they had with the previous host. It's never going to be that. You got to be your own person. You got to set your own fucking tempo, cadence, whatever, uh, you know, syllabus. You got to do your own thing. Stop trying to be Bob. Stop trying to be uh, Pat. Stop trying to be Alex. You know what I mean? Enough. Be you. But they don't. They just, they try way too hard. They try to make jokes. Shit's not funny. Falls flat. The only person, the only time that I've ever seen somebody take over a show from another person and absolutely nail it is, um, what's that, now I can't remember the goddamn name, uh, what's that show? With Steve Harvey in it. Family Feud. Family Feud. You watch it, and, you know, back in the day, they had that old white dude. He looked like Billy Mays, but with long hair. You know, made you laugh, but, you know, eventually he left. Everybody lost their fucking mind. In comes Steve Harvey. Boom. Dude absolutely nails it. Every episode is just balls-to-the-wall funny, you know? And, of course, he's a comedian. Yeah, no shit. But, I mean... Let's face it, we've seen a lot of comedians go on things and just completely bomb John Mulaney. Nobody, there's nobody that I would rather jump a cli- jump off a cliff to listening to their voice than John Mulaney. Nothing that comes out of that dude's mouth is funny. I'm not saying I'm the funniest guy in the world. I'm not. But that fucking dude right there is a straight up problem. You listen to him and it's just like, you are trying way too hard to be funny. Like you are really it this is this is difficult for me to listen to. You know, so put that shit on. He had a new special out and she's saying, "Oh, I like this guy. Never seen him in a I like this guy. You know, he's he's funny. Let's watch it." Puts the fucking special on and I'm just sitting there and I'm watching this. And I'm like, I literally just looked over and I go, I, and she goes, I'm shutting this shit off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, you're going through it too? She goes, yeah, this is not funny at all. I hate the way he talks. This is just, he's trying too hard. I'm like, thank you. Cause I knew I can't be the only person. Cause at that time it was pre his cokehead addict fucking bullshit, you know, but you know, at that time, the dude was, air quotes, hot. You know, the guy was on Netflix and going on podcasts and fucking all this shit, and people loved him, you know? And I'm I'm just like, I can't even, I can't even pretend to like this guy, you know? I've pretended to like people in the past and been pretty uh, successful, but this fucking guy, no, impossible. But, uh... Another tragedy that's been going on for like the past like four days, five days now is uh, if I mean, you literally would have to live under a rock or the bottom of the ocean to not know about this. But, you know, there was a company that had a little some submersible, um, you know, mini submarine, if you will. 
So they would take these, you know, they would take these rich people. I think it was like 250 grand a seat or something like that. They bring you down. They show you the Titanic. They come up and voila, you're off. Well, you know, again, I mean, you probably heard this, but, you know, they go down five people, a guy and his kid, and then a billionaire and a bunch of, you know, it was like three other people or whatever, two other people. So they go down there. They're down there for like, I think, like 45 minutes. Boom, all communications gone. No sign of nothing. See you later. Well, what ensued was a gigantic search, like group effort. Everybody came in. It was all hands on deck. Got to find this thing. You know, they had a, the understanding was that they had like 96 hours, I think, of, of, you know, air available, you know, if, you know, nothing happened, they didn't crash, whatever, and they was just kind of, they were just chilling in there, you know, they had 96 hours. Well, days of searching, you know, they were using sonar and shit, said, oh, we're hearing noises and pings and knocks and all kinds of shit. Now, let's just talk about the ship for a second, this little sub- submersible, right? This thing is, I mean, if you see it, it's kind of sad looking. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it looks like a minion. You know what I mean? Like, laying on its tummy, just looking at you with this one stupid eye. I mean, just like, I looked at it and went, nah. You know, and then I saw the picture of the inside, them sitting in it. Like, one little dinky window. Everything else is completely dark, sealed, they didn't even have a hatch to blow in this thing. They literally get bolted into this thing from the outside and then get dunked in the water and then they go down. No thank you, ever, no. You know, if you're going to send me in a coffin to the end to the, to the bottom of the ocean, you at least got to let me be able to get out. I know I can't anyway because of the pressure and everything, but like mentally... I need to be able to, like, say, you know, if I got to fucking get out of here, I can get out of here, you know? That's just my process. But, um, you know, they went and they searched and they searched and they searched. And, you know, this morning they basically were like, well, they're, they're out of, if they're alive and they're in that thing, they're out of oxygen. So everybody pretty, pretty much wrote them off as of, like, this morning. Well, fast forward to... About 12.30, I'm eating my lunch. Ten minutes prior, the uh, the Coast Guard posted that they found a debris field and, you know, uh, I guess the remains of the ship. I don't think they found any bodies or anything like that. Um, and that there was going to be a press release at 3 o'clock, so I'm like, all right, cool, you know. So, I, you know, I've been following this because... You know, ever since I was a kid, you know, I always, as a kid, I would go through phases. I And they usually lasted like three months. I would be into something. Bears, you know, turtles, ships, Titanic, um, anything. I mean, literally any. The cars, like, I just would go through these three months at a time, totally obsessed, buy books, read books, look things up on the internet, draw, I mean, like, I would just latch on to something, bands, anything, you know, and 
probably the the longest running one I ever had was of the RMS Titanic. There was just something about it that really, and I mean, I think everybody is kind of like mesmerized by it. You know what I mean? It's like that dark romanticism, right? You've got the 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 coup de gras, the flagship of you know the White Star Line, the greatest ship ever built, unsinkable. You know, I mean, this thing was branded and talked up to high hell, right? First voyage out, bang, supposedly hits an iceberg. See you later. Thousands of people die. Awful, terrible, extremely tragic. You know, but there's something dark and and romantic about it. You know what I mean? Um, and of course, they made the movie, and that put a lot of people onto it and shit like that. But it's just a crazy story, you know. And then you see the pictures, um, you know, back from like I remember. When I was a kid, you know, really at that point, not many people had been down there. Uh, Robert Ballard went down there in like 1980-something, found it, finally located it. Everybody had been looking for years. He found it, located it, took a bunch of pictures. So, like, when I was a kid, those were the pictures we had. Grainy, didn't, you know, the ship obviously looked like shit, but now it really looks like shit, you know, and it's just... It's 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 amazing, you know. It's 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 a very sacred site, you know, and a burial ground, you know. Nonetheless, you know, it's a place to be respected, you know. Um, so I mean, for me, I get why you would want to go down there, and I understand, you know, the the allure of it. However, if I'm doing it. I'm probably not going to do it in the fucking ship that they took down there. You know, this thing, they fired somebody for raising concerns about this thing. You know, it's come out now that, like, this thing was, like, red flagged. You know, it was never, never tested properly. People had major concerns and got fired about it. Um, concerns about the ship itself were never rectified or or put to rest, you know. So, I mean, I'm all set on that. You know what I mean? I just, I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't want to, I don't even want to, I wouldn't go on a boat on the surface of the water in, you know, five foot shallow, you know, a riverbed or whatever. I wouldn't even do that. You know, because in a in a in a in a shitty little boat, I'm all set. You know, this is what I tell people. You know, and I'm not a I'm I'm not like against water. My guys, my guy friends, they always joke. Oh, he can't fucking swim. He doesn't want water. I just got invited. Shout out to Guillermo. I know you're listening. Um, you know, Wild Bill. You know, he invited us. You know, let's go out of my boat. We'll have a good time. You know, fish, whatever. I'm like, yup, I'm in. They're like, fuck you. You know, you can't swim. You know, they joke and make it all this shit. And I'm like, dude, shut up. You know what I mean? So I will go on the water. I do, but I I have respect for the water. Because, you know, like I explained to people, when you're on a snowmobile, you know, and you crash, and this is why I won't even get a fucking jet ski. You're on a snowmobile and you crash and you survive. You know, let's say you're knocked out. You're knocked unconscious, right? Well, you're in a snowbank. 
or you're on an ATV. You get knocked out. You don't die. You're knocked unconscious. You're on the side of the trail. You're in the trail, whatever. However, you're on land. You know, this is terrestrial. Now, imagine that shit happens on water or in the water. You're cruising. You think that you're cool. You know what I mean? You're looking around at the chicks. They're all looking at you on your jet ski. <laughs> you know, bam, something happens. You go flying. You get knocked unconscious. Guess what, pal? You just drowned. See ya later. You're gone. I don't care what fucking life fest you got. As soon as your face goes on that water, you're a dead man. You know? I'm all set with that. <laughs> I would rather be here and be safe and know that if she, and also you're a sitting duck in the water. You know, you're just swimming around and you get, you're coming down the ramp off the boat to go scuba diving. You nick your, 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 your leg on the ladder or something like that. You got a little bleed. You're out there fucking around. You're totally oblivious. You ever see these scuba guys, these guys, these jerk offs, they got the scuba gear on and they're not paying attention to shit. And then all of a sudden this big ass shock or whale or fish or something comes behind them and they get spooked. And it's like, yeah, no shit, buddy. You know, but that's what could happen. You nick yourself on the ladder. You're swimming around like a dickhead. All of a sudden, big ass shock. See ya. There's nothing you can do. You are not going to outrun that thing. Sorry. And you're swimming in probably millions of years worth of fish pissing shit. Have at it. I'm all set. I'm good. I'll be on the boat waving at you. Hi. You know what I mean? Just like totally disconnected from whatever it is that you're doing, the shady shit. You know. So I'm all set with that, let alone go in this boat. And the best part is that this boat was controlled by like a fucking, uh, <laughs> it was like a GameCube controller. And I know I'm laughing and it's kind of dark because people, you know, we'll get to what happened. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like, let's call it for what it is here. Some decisions were made that perhaps weren't the best decisions to be made. You, you follow what I'm trying to say here? You know, you're in a fucking in a, in a ship headed to the most dangerous, literally the most dangerous place on the face of this planet with pressures that will literally crush you before you can even fucking bat an eyelash and you're in a ship that if you looked at the, the, the owner and said, hey, do you think that this thing's 100%? Do you stand by your product 100%? And he went, eh, no thank you. Not an option, you know? But basically, a debris field was found today. And uh, <laughs> long story short, they didn't make it, you know? Didn't make it. Everybody, I mean, as far as... It, it it could possibly be known, you know, they're, they're gone. The good news is, in my opinion, you look at the, the different options of how shit could have went and the way it did go, I think that they got kind of lucky. Sounds dark, it is, it's fucked up, but, I mean, here's the reality. Would you rather, because they're saying that the thing imploded. It was made out of, like, carbon fiber, 
and never been done before. Of course, janky shit. Never been done before. They're like, we don't really know how many times this thing can go up and down before it just fucking blows, you know, implodes and see you later. You know, not tested properly. So they're saying that it imploded and that was it. So in reality, this is how it went. They went down and just, you know, for whatever reason, boom. And I think it I think they said it's like one sixteenth or one sixty fourth of a millisecond is how quick they would have went lights out. That's how quick it would have happened. Literally, it's it's quicker than the blink of an eye. No pain, no suffering, gone. They too bad, really. Now here's the other option. They could have went and I I'm sorry if this is, you know, but it's it needs to be said. You know, option B, they could have survived and because originally they thought that the thing just lost power and they were kind of just like, you know, sitting at the bottom of the ocean just kind of hanging out. Option B is they could have been packed like sardines in there, five deep, having to shit and piss in there, you know, like not enough oxygen, freaking out. I mean, it's it's horror fuel to even think of being stuck in anything that small with one person, let alone five. Everybody's panicked. I mean, talk about an absolute nightmare, you know? And be stuck like that until the oxygen runs out and basically you just suffocate and die. That's the other option. I'm going with option one. I'm saying that they they got pretty lucky in the grand scheme of things. Obviously, they paid ultimately with their lives. It's unfortunate. God rest their souls. My, my condolences to their family. But, I mean, they they got the best out they possibly could. So, if there's any solace you can take from it, it's that. Now, with that being said, I mean, like I said, one of these guys is, is a, million, a billionaire. Not... Now, listen to what I said here. Not millionaire. Billion would a B. Billionaire. Big ass B at the beginning. All right? If my bank account was described in decimals like 1.1 billion, 2.3 billion, even in the millions, <laughs> you bet your candy ass that I wouldn't be cruising down 12,000 feet, whatever it was, into the fucking abyss in a shitty tin can that wasn't approved, not tested properly, and controlled by a fucking GameCube remote to boot. I'm all set, man. I am all set. That's for damn sure. I am good, you know? And it's like, like I said, don't get me wrong. I'd kill to go down there. But if I if I was a billionaire, I'm doing that shit on my terms. If I had a billion dollars to blow, I would just go. I would just have my own ship built. Let's 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 be honest, because you got the money to do it at that point. You know who's gonna tell you no? Your accountant get bent. <laughs> I'm dropping fifty million dollars on this fucking submarine, so I can go out and drink with my friends and go down and see the Titanic. And there's nothing you can do about it. How's that grab you? You know? But, like, I would go down to Chrysler, to the dealership. I'd buy a brand new Chrysler Town and Country minivan. 
Find that white dude from Batman that designs all the cool gadgets and shit for, for, for Batman. And I'd be like, listen, bro, I throw him the fucking keys. I throw him a few million. I go, kit it up. Get this thing ready to rock and roll. Because if I'm going down, I'm going down in style. Me, my friends, and my submarine Chrysler Town and Country minivan. You know what I mean? Proper roadie material. And if you've never been in one of these things, then you can't say shit. I know what you're saying. Why would you take a minivan? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you take like a Hummer or a Tesla? Shut up. Shut up. If you've never taken a minivan for, you know, a ride longer than 30 minutes, then you have no say here. Because let me tell you something. These things are a game changer. Swiveling seats, the whole nine yards. You know what I mean? Just a proper roadie machine. And it's like, you know, my boy would add waterproof windows to it, you know, dead bolts, big bulky doors, you know what I mean? Fucking send it down to Inferno, throw some beat in it, you know, 400 light bars, four alternators. You know the fucking deal, guys. I mean, you know how I'd do it. And we just be, you know, once we do our maiden voyage, we just be chillaxing the whole way down. Fish would be, they wouldn't even know what to do. They just, fish would be looking at each other going, what the fuck is happening here? Who is that? What is that? You know what I mean? I got, you know, they're listening. I got Bad Bunny just fucking echoing out into the abyss. You know what I mean? Just, they're just like, is this Broad Street? You know, is this Park Ave? You know, where where are we? What is what's happening here? I thought we was in the ocean. I guess we're not. You know, I'll leave the license plate screws on the back hatch like a quarter of the way loose so it even vibrates. You know, just give it. We're we're doing it proper. You know, that's how I would do it. I would do that shit on my terms, in my own thing, not a care in the world, ready to rock and roll. You know. And clearly that just wasn't even a thought in their mind. They're like, nah. And people like I, I'm seeing now, whether it's true or not, you know, people just make shit up. But from what I'm seeing, there were guys that were supposed to go on that thing too. And they were like, you know what, man, I'm I'm good. I'm all set. I've heard enough. I've seen enough. Best of luck. And And they backed out, you know. And I sure as hell would too if I did even 10 minutes of research into it. You know what I mean? And what was really fucked up is, uh, and it, it's weird, like this whole thing is weird because, you know, if you didn't know, the billionaire's son is like in the limelight right now because Cardi B, of all people, of, of all people on this fucking planet, Cardi B has chosen this like, Stance, you know, so let me just explain what the kid did. The kid, you know, his father's missing. They don't know where he is at this point. This is like three days ago. You know, could be dead. Nobody really knows. Well, what does this kid do while his mother, his brothers and sisters are all in mourning? He goes to a fucking Blink-182 concert. These guys chose mourning. This guy chose Travis Barker and the boys. You know, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Weird to me, if I was a ghost, I would kick the shit out of my kid. I would kick his ass if he did something like that. But, you know, 
It is what it is. But Cardi B has taken the stance that this kid is just vile. That was the wrong thing to do. This is the hill she's decided to die on. Out of all of the injustices in the world and all the wrong shit, this is what the WAP broad decides to, you know, share her her two cents on. It's just the weirdest, most bizarre thing ever. <laughs> like, does anybody look at it and go, Cotty, do you realize what you're doing right now? Her manager must be going, shut up. <laughs> just stop, you know? And the kid is out at this concert, and he, he put another tweet up, and he's like, you know, I'm just doing this to help mourn and shit like that, you know? Uh, it's not my fault. And then... He posted another tweet, but he took it down saying, um, ladies, I'm single. This kid is not in mourning. This kid knows he's about to secure the big. He's not ta- he's not securing the bag. He's securing the whole bag and the bag that the bag came in on. You know what I'm trying to say? For you boomers out there, what I'm saying is this kid is getting to the money. He knows he is just, his life that's already been made has just been made, made. He's got the fucking money now. So he's chilling. He's at Blink-182. He's like, you broke bastards. You know what I mean? He's looking at Travis Baga going, you, if only you knew. If only you knew, Travis, you know? It's just, it's nuts, you know? He doesn't care. He's been waiting for this moment his whole life, you know? And all his father's done is love the kid, you know? And, and and give him, I mean, he's a billionaire. You know he's got the life he always wanted, you know what I mean? It's fucked up, man. Like I said, if, if I was a ghost and I was already dead and my kid's out here, like, just letting it be known that he doesn't give a shit, he's just happy that he's got the money... I would fucking, like, if you've ever seen, like, Click, where Adam Sandler, like, pauses and just starts beating the ever-loving shit out of David Hasselhoff, who's his boss, and then he clicks play, and he's like, wow, I got a headache. That's the shit I'd be doing. I'd be, like, crawling in my kid's ass and, like, just, like, punching it and shit, you know what I mean, making him feel like he's got to go poop. I'd be, like... You know, gouging his eye. I'd like commandeer a mosquito and just bite the shit out of him. I mean, I would just go ape shit on this kid. Give him headaches. I mean, the whole nine yards. I'd just be like, you are so selfish, you know? But that's like the mentality now. That's like, it's right on pa. I don't know how old the kid is. I, I didn't look it up. I didn't do any research. It's midnight. It is what it is. But like, I... This is like the new temperament. This is like the new mindset of people today, you know? I heard that and I just go, yeah, of course. I wasn't shocked. I'm not like, oh, my God, why can this kid? Of course he's like that. He's they, they, These people are totally fucking detached from reality. They don't give a shit, guys, you know? It's just wild. But, you know, all things being equal... Rest in peace to everybody on board. I'm I'm glad in the sense that, you know, it was definitely painless, you know, but it's just uh it's a shitty unfortunate situation, you know? And now there's probably 
a bunch of trash at the bottom of the, uh, you know, at the at the Titanic site, which is, in my eyes, desecration of a of a burial ground. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. What are you gonna do? I'm sure they didn't go down there like it'd be pretty cool if this thing blew the fuck up right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think that that's what happened. But rest in peace. They got a lot of cleanup to do, and uh, it'd be it's going to be interesting to see what actually happened once they do an investigation and all the shit comes out, you know, and all the wonky theories and conspiracy theories. Like I'm seeing people posting, what is what is this submarine a distraction from? Oh my god, nothing, asshole. <laughs> Accidents happen. News flash, <laughs> you know, like. It's just ridiculous, you know, and, you know, but you got to watch. They're going to be like, you know how these guys on YouTube do. They like they totally drink the Kool-Aid and just like they lace the blunt with crack and then everybody hits it. And now they're just addicted to crack like they just can't get it. So now the conspiracies will start. Well, the billionaire owned this bank account and also, it was tied to this one, and the fucking five people that never met each other ever a day in their life, unfortunately ended up on this fucking tin can ride that went to shit. You know, they're going to just somehow weave these people together into some big elaborate hoax and blow it into something that's totally not. You know, it's just like enough, enough. It's already started, but it's just it's going to ramp up, you know? But it is what it is, you know, but rest in peace to everybody on board that, you know, that's that sucks. Definitely sucks. Um, I forgot to mention, you know, the so not this past weekend, but the weekend before that, I went up to New Hampshire. Really good time. Uh, me and a friend looked for some moose. I think we saw I didn't really keep the best track of things. I would have to guess we probably saw about 10, you know, populations bouncing back, man. Fucking good, good vibes on that front. Love it, love it, love it. Um, But we saw a shit ton of moose. Just a nice relaxing weekend, you know what I mean? Um, During the day, did a lot of napping, but also, you know, we're, we're riding down to, you know, a spot and we see this, you know, this little veer off. And we're like, oh, on the way back, we'll check that out, you know, because we had wanted to do a little bit of hiking. You know, I'm not that experienced in it, but it's something I've been wanting to do. So we go down and we go to the place we were going to. We turn back around and on the way back, I'm like, oh, you want to still stop there? Yep, absolutely. Boom, pull in the parking lot. You know, little kiosk doesn't really show the trail or anything like that, but it just says um, it says that there's two different trails. One is like, I think it said like 10 minutes long to get to the top. And the other one was like three minutes long. So, you know, and then obviously the the three minute one is just to like, you know, there's like a waterfall and it's like just to the bottom of it, you know, the base, but you can still get a great view, whatever. But the other one goes much higher. So, you know, we're like, fuck it. It's, you know, it's drizzling at this point. Nothing crazy, you know, um, Ground's a little moist, you know, not terrible, a little bit of mud here and there, but not bad. And, uh, you know, we started off for it. 
So we first do the one that's three minutes. You know, get the blood pumping, a little little adrenaline, you know what I mean? Just a tiny sweat, you know what I mean? It's muggy, you know, not really breathing heavy at this point. Everything's good, you know? Like I said, this is my first time. I'm wearing my cowboy boots, 0.0 traction on them. I'm like, oh, this is, this is doable, you know? Well, we get done, you know, taking pictures of shit of the, the waterfall at the lower level. Like, you know what? Let's fucking go for broke. What do we got to lose? So we start up the other trail. I mean, within 30 seconds, I'm looking at this like near vertical climb and I'm going, I don't really know about all that, you know, and my friend, you know, no, you know, it's cool. We're going to be fine. And uh, I'm not going to be a pussy and be like, no, you know, I'm. I'm going to back, you know, no, I don't want to do that. You know, like I'm, I'm just like, yeah, you know, we, we got this shit in my head. I'm like, we are going to fucking die here today. Rain is starting to pick up a little bit. You know, we're under the canopy. So we're just getting hit by like barely anything, but it's just wet. You know, the mud's starting to pick up a little bit and we start up this trail. Now, you know, I had heard that in this area, there was a trail that was really rough, takes you to an amazing spot. I'm not going to say where because, honestly, I don't want to deal with more traffic up there than there already is for these places. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it keep it quiet. But, um, you know, I had always heard about this, this awful, challenging trail, avoid at all costs, and then there's to get to the same place, there's another trail that's very, very mild, you know, like a swift, very easy hike, you know? So, and I didn't even, I didn't even put two and two together. I didn't even think we were in the same area. Never been to this place, never seen it, whatever. But we're going up, you know, I mean, (laughs) I'm sweating bullets. I had to take my hat off and clip it to my belt. I mean, I'm just like, I'm pouring sweat hyperventilating, hot fucking pounding out of my chest, ba-boom, ba-boom. I mean, it was like absolutely nuts. And we got, I mean, we got deep into this trail. I mean, wicked deep. And it's like a straight vertical shot, as near to vertical as you can possibly get, man. And we just kept going for broke, man. And thank God. It was like it was it was probably like 65 and like I said it was raining the water would come through the canopy we'd stop for a second to breathe and we would like shake the tree and the tree would drip on us like oh my god like it just it was probably the best conditions while also being the absolute worst because the footing was fucked you step somewhere foot slips I mean I almost went ass over tea kettle at least 837 times total problem shoes very ill-equipped nothing about me said hiking pants cowboy boots long sleeve shirt cotton shirt non-wiccan hat I mean just not at all ready for what we were doing but we stormed up and man we got up uh I mean we found out later on we got up about three quarters of the way up the trail and as it turns out, it was that really badass, crazy, dangerous trail 
that everybody said to avoid. I mean, go figure. And we didn't find out until we got back to the house. We're like looking it up, like, what were we even doing? What were we on? And then we come to find out, and it was like the biggest kick in the balls because we were probably about five minutes away from the top, which would have given us like the most like craziest panoramic view ever. And we just, <laughs> we turned around right before. I just felt like a total idiot, you know? But, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, we didn't know it got really steep and muddy and nasty. I mean, it was it was really rough, you know. Towards, I mean, at the beginning, it was fucking rough. And, I mean, I'm, I can't breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it was a fucking problem. But, honestly, you know, that was, like, the highlight of the weekend. Just loved it, you know. Nothing beats being outside. Nothing beats being in the middle of the woods. Shit like that. Get the blood pumping, man. I look forward to going back. This time I'm not going to fucking go in cowboy boots and hat and whatever. I'm going to go well-equipped. Also, going to be during the fall for sure. Because doing that when it's like 35 or 40 must be everything, you know? Must just be the best thing on planet Earth. So I look forward to doing it again. We had a great time, uh, but oh my God. And then we get back to the house and I got the worst. I usually never get like pulled muscles, cramps, anything like that. Oh my God. Get back to the house and my, I don't even know what this is called, but like I guess the front of your thigh, right above your kneecap, that whole strip from my hip to my kneecap just seized, locked up. I mean, it it was just dying a slow death underneath my skin. I mean, I was in absolute agony, you know? Couldn't contain it. Couldn't, like, struggling to walk. Couldn't get comfortable. I mean, this thing was fucking gnarly. So instead of resting it the following day, what do we do? We run it back. We go over to this other spot, this other waterfall, and we try to climb that. That was literally impossible. And it drives me nuts because I've been to this waterfall before. I knew that there was a trail to the top of it. I'm, I'm imagining at the top this beautiful basin where, you know, you can just be a, a, a Nubian god and just lay in there and, and lounge. And it's amazing. It's just like a steam bowl. Like, I just, I got this sick, twisted, totally unrealistic expectation and I had seen people going up there during the summer last year, fucking, you know, half in the bag, like it's nothing in the world, you know, cooler on their shoulder, towel over the other shoulder, you know, fucking hipsters, you know how they are, just piss you off just looking at them, you know, and they're just like cruising up there, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great, and I'm telling my friend, you know, we'll be able to do it, it'll be awesome, and I mean, we got there, and if we thought the other trail was a problem, we had no idea. I mean, this thing was like, this was straight up vertical. This was rock climbing. This was not hiking. This was rock climbing. So we got like three minutes into that. My leg is seizing up like crazy, just locking the fuck up. It's still actually two weeks later nearly. It still doesn't feel 100% this thing. I mean, it was, it was, it was rough, but 
we um <laughs> we're trying to get to the top of this thing, leg season up. I just said, listen, I'm not the type to tap, but it is what it is. And, you know, we agreed mutually to just fucking go back down. Still got some great pictures, had a good time. Uh, you know, again, out in the woods, who gives a shit whether you did it or not, right? But, oh, my God, man, just, like, totally dangerous. And it just it's one of those things, you know, my great-grandfather always said in terms of work, tools make the man, you know, and it just showed me, like, this is not for the faint of heart. You don't just go into this, like, willy-nilly. You need to have the right gear. You know, I felt totally ill-equipped and out of place because I just didn't have what I needed to get the job done properly, you know? Um, you know, some tr- some shoes with traction would be nice when you're trying to climb a fucking mountain. I would have to assume anyway, you know? But it is what it is. Lesson learned. Either way, had a great time. Was able to go down, get a nice piece of chocolate cake for dinner. Just fucking, I mean, all the vibes. Checked all the boxes. Hot, full, great company. Um, just a lovely, lovely time, you know? And, um, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, it was well needed too. You know, I, I've been going, you know, doing a bunch of different shit and it was nice to kind of just throttle back the engines a little bit, kick it in the sticks, you know what I mean? Um, and just not have anything to do, you know, it was like, like, uh, Jesse Ventura said, you know, wake up in the morning with nothing to do, and by the end of the day, I'm half done. That's the good life. That's the good life right there, you know? And we did it. So, we're rambling on here. It's about 54 minutes in. Not the most thrilling episode, I know, but I'm trying to get back in the swing of things. It is midnight. Uh, I had dinner with the boys tonight. had a great time. Went to a shitty restaurant. You know, we get in the car. You know, where do you want to, I hate getting in the car and the game of where do you want to go starts, you know, one guy says it and then the other guy says it, then I'm saying it and we just get absolutely nowhere. It just drives me bonkers, you know, that's exactly what happened. We're sitting there, Nick says, what do you, where do you want to go? I said, I don't know, where do you want to go? Then Jared's saying it in the fucking backseat, you know what I mean? It's just super frustrating. What do they end up deciding, the two of them? You know, there's three of us. Two guys vote. They want to go to this shitty restaurant. I'm just going to say it. Laura's in Smithfield. Place is just nasty, man. Awful food. Never, ever walked out of that place satisfied. Never in a million years. The worst mac and cheese. The worst buffalo chicken dip. I mean, everything is the worst of the worst. The pop is fucking flat even. I mean, just, just rough, you know? And, of course, these two boneheads pick that place. We go out there, you know, and I think that either, I I believe that they told the waitress, you know, he really doesn't like it here, you know. And I go, don't worry. You know, she's like, oh, really? I go, no, not not at all, you know. I said, but don't worry. It's not going to affect your tip. You don't make the food. No, she goes, I don't make the food. I said, exactly. That's my point. So don't worry about a thing. But we had a good time. A lot of laughs. We always do. You know what I mean? But the food blew. It is what it is, you know. They owe me a meal now, um, and we'll 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 make it right, you know. But yeah, a successful Thursday night, uh, and we're back here at the podcast. We're gonna get back on track here. Well, don't worry, guys. We'll get back on track. We'll lock things back in. Uh, you just gotta bear with me. That's all, you know. 
Um, tonight for our uh, musical, <laughs> uh, musical homework, if you will, I want you guys to go out and I want you to listen. Let, let's do, let's do a little. Uh, Don't look any further by Dennis Edwards and Cedar Garrett. This is a great, great song. If you listen to it, you're going to, you know, if you're a big rap fan, you're going to listen to this and you're going to go, holy shit, I can't believe it. This is where one of the greatest diss tracks ever was was sampled from. I'll let you listen to it um, to, to hear which one it is, but. Great song. You've got to watch it with the video because the video just takes it to a whole nother level. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you'll see what I'm talking about. This is at the height. This is the 1980s. This is at the height of cocaine. You know, this is when cocaine had the ether in it. You know, it was it was it was really pure. The shit wasn't cut with anything yet. You know, this is this is top tier shit. I'm not I'm not. Saying that it's good, don't don't do it. Shit's bad. It's awful. But I'm saying that this is back in that era when the, when it was cool, it was hip to do it. Dennis in this video is just beyond annihilated. He he has probably sniffed the Kia too himself. His jaw is just swinging at ninety degrees. I mean, just going for fucking broke. And the dancing is hilarious. She doesn't know what to do with her hands. His jaw's going. He doesn't know what to do with his hands. I mean, it's just top notch. So don't look any further. Dennis Edwards, Cedar Garrett. Uh, you got to watch it. You got to listen to it. And, you know, ultimately, it's also a great song. So it's good. They harmonize very well together. I like it. And the video just, like I said, takes it to another level, makes it a 10 out of 10. So go listen to that. Enjoy it. You guys have a fantastic Friday out there, guys. Uh, Have a great weekend. I am beyond exhausted. It's about damn near 1 o'clock in the morning now. I am going to bed. Uh, Did some side work after work today. Went to dinner with the guys. So we're we're, we're moving along. We're, We're hustling here. Like I said, I'm doing the best I can for you guys. You know, I'm a human being at the end of the day. I can only upload when I can. I don't want to come on here and bullshit and, you know, drag shit out for you guys. I want to give you 100%. So, um, you know, I'm doing the best I can. But we're going to get back to being consistent. Don't you worry your precious little hearts. And so, once again, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. Again, uh, next episode, it'll be our first probably week yeah first full week with chalupa um we're really looking forward to it so we'll keep you guys posted so thanks a lot have a good night day whatever ciao love yous